0: Thank you for being a friend Travel down the road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant If you threw a party And invited everyone you knew You would see the biggest gift would be for me the card attached would say thank you for being a friend
1: y'all i know uh i helped make that uh intro happen with mipso but oh my gosh mipso is the best band in the entire world if you ask me Um, So be sure and do yourself a favor and check out MIPSO uh, on Spotify or on iTunes or Apple Music, wherever you get your music from. Check them out. They are worth uh, following and, and hearing their music over and over again. In the last episode, I was sure to talk about and impress upon all of us as listeners that friendship is riddled with complexity and complications, even with the best of intentions. Never has that been more true for me in a friendship than with Molly Smith. For me, Molly is one of the most interesting and compelling friends I've ever had in my 30 years of existence. That said, our friendship has not always come easy or in one accord. In some ways, we come from very different backgrounds. We got to know each other in a really interesting and peculiar and new way for the 21st century. Don't get me wrong, Molly is one of my best friends. But it's also true amidst the fray of life, it is easy to get angry or to be misunderstood and to disregard. Yet even still, Molly stands as a testament in my own life to the beauty of friendship, to the importance of pressing on and pressing forward and pressing in. Molly Smith reminds me of the necessity of sticking together despite the dissonance and the discord for the sake of our collective life together. Our friendship is worth it. We know that, but she reminds me of that in this episode, and to hear that is equal parts relief and reassurance. Molly is an accountant in Kentucky. She is the best kind of person and someone who has been through the ringer and lives to tell the tale. Perhaps we could all learn from her. So let's listen in. Molly Smith, thank you so much for coming on my podcast.
0: Reverend Rob Lee, thank you so much for having me on your podcast.
1: I knew it was going to be like this. Um, I am grateful for your friendship um, and I, I wanted to start by talking about the, the the dark side of friendship, the hard parts of friendship that not everybody talks about because I think it's in fair fair game for us to talk about it. There have been times in our friendship where we have not been as kind to one another or we have not been as generous to one another or we've not shown up for one another. And it's on both sides of the aisle. Like, you know, both Rob and Molly have not shown up.
0: It's heavily Molly. He's no, no, he's no, bluffing.
1: No, I'm not. But, but seriously, like, how does one be a friend even when the going gets tough? How do you, how do you get past that initial, like, you know, what, what, what makes people keep coming back to one another, I guess is what I'm saying because you and I, we've been, distant for a while and now we're getting back to being yeah. friends again and it's great
0: I think for me so I had a similar situation with another friend we kind of had not necessarily like a falling out but went from like talking every day something happened we stopped talking every day and I think for me it just sometimes it just takes time away from each other we just kind of had to be away from each other and realize that we missed each other and that we were willing to get over whatever we had you know whatever beef we had going on we're willing to get over it because we missed each other and that was for me especially even with like with you there were so many times I'd be like man I want to talk to Rob but I don't know I don't know I don't want to be like prodigal friend and I am prodigal friend um but for me that's the big step and then I don't know sometimes it just hits me I'm like man I need to reach out I need to make amends because I'm a bad bridge burner as Rob knows uh but yeah for me that's the first step and just realizing that like we don't have a lot of time here not to get all evangelical on us but we don't have a lot of time here like I don't want to waste it being mad at my friends who love me and who i have had so many great times with
1: well and I wonder too like you know it's one of those things that 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 it, it, for the recording's sake and so we can get this on record um you know I, I also felt like I, there was times I would want to reach out to you and say hey I hope you're doing well you know things are going well here or whatever and it, it just you know it, it it broke my heart as as a friend to not be able to reach out and to be your friend um especially yeah. as you needed things that were going on in your life um but but but, but moving on from that because that's ultimately what friends do is they, they they talk about things and then they move on what about friendship excites you what about friendship gets you going and and, and helps paint a fuller picture of who you are as a person
0: So I think as I've gotten older, um, a lot of my really good friendships that started like in high school and college, I don't see those people every day anymore. I see those people like twice a year. So friendship really changed for me after I was out of school and working. So it went from being people that I was watching TV with every night, eating with all the time, hanging out with to like For me, it's somebody that like I can really stay connected with online, somebody I can text every day, somebody I can talk to on the phone because I don't see them a lot. Even um, my sister is like my best friend. She moved six hours away. We talk on the phone every day. We text all the time. For me, like that is a core part of our friendship. You have to be willing to like hold up your end, you know, from a distance, so and then obviously i always look for somebody who laughs at me and for somebody who can just like my ideal friend my perfect friend is somebody i can just sit on the couch with and we kind of don't even talk that much we just enjoy being in each other's company when we do see each other
1: it's interesting that that you talk about uh the proliferation of technology i had that written down um to talk to you about because we've actually never met in person we haven't but i consider you a very close friend um How, and and I think about that, like when I lay lay awake at night and I'm thinking about things because I I can't sleep, one of the things that comes to mind is like, you know, had we been in a different time, you know, a hundred years ago, even 50 years ago or 40 years ago, 30 years ago, we would have never crossed paths or been friends like this. what is it about technology um, that gives you hope? Um, because I, I really do want to you know we we hear all the time about the things that give us pause like I mean technology should give us pause because it is it can be used for great evil and, and bad things but it can also be used for good so what about technology has been a gift for you in friendships
0: so I don't think we've ever talked about this but for everyone listening um, about three years ago I was going through a really rough time I was uh, severely depressed and anxious and I was hitting the first time in my life where I was really like considering self-harm and just really worried about my well-being and I think my sister actually showed me a tweet of yours because she knew I was going through a tough time and um, I, I grew up Pentecostal grew up all in that so I was kind of going through my deconstruction and I didn't want to go to church and all this stuff, but I just felt like Rob was a safe space and I would get on your Twitter and read your tweets all the time. So I messaged you. I don't know if I messaged you on Twitter or Instagram. And I just thought, I was like, this dude may not even respond. You responded and I was like, Oh my gosh, this, he's so sweet. And then you kept following up with me. And as somebody who has really struggled with my faith as an adult, like I see Jesus and Rob and that's not BS. Like, I feel, I feel godly love from this man. And that is the greatest gift Twitter has for real. Like Twitter has given me that great gift. One of my best friends, Logan met her on Twitter. Like we grew up just down the road from each other, never hung out, but we became friends on Twitter because we were tweeting about how much we hated Donald Trump. So it brings people together. um, But also it's hard because I don't know. I kind of hate existing online right now. I'm just active on TikTok because I love the news and just seeing stupid stuff but it's also really hard for me to exist online i hate being perceived (laughs) like i i I, that part is very hard for me the online perception the the posting and i've got to be cute and if i tweet something people are going to clap back at me blah 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 but i love the connection factor of it um a long-winded answer Oh, that's. Yes, I mean, I I that's have, perfect. Yeah, I have found a lot of my good friends online and I have stayed connected with a lot of my good friends who aren't here online. And for that, I'm super thankful because I am not a talk on the phone girl. <laughs> I may FaceTime, text me, send me a TikTok, send me a YouTube video kind of person. So that's, that's been very helpful for me.
1: It seems that, you know, you're one of those people you kind of have to find a groove with to be able to, to stay, stay in line with and stay in touch with in some ways. And then other times, you know, I'll just be sitting at work or something and I'll get a TikTok or something, a TikTok direct message with you sending a video. And, you know, I think people have to find different ways of staying in touch. And I think you actually do that really well is that you do, you know, you, you find ways that work for you and you just, you, you go at them. And that's, that that's what makes friendship so special is it's unique to each person. And I think that's what friendship in essence is so compelling to me from a faith perspective is because it is unique. It is something that that can, you can see God in, you can see um, friendships in, you can see people in, and it's a people business type thing. You know, people, people, it's all about people. And I love that.
0: I Another thing too, just another story, not that I'm like, maybe I'm a bad friend, I don't know. But I have, I have a friend currently that we've kind of had a struggling relationship the last I'd say year and a half and haven't really talked that much but we still send each other TikToks. That's our way of like keeping up with each other. It's that we're not texting. I don't know that we're there yet, but we do send each other TikToks and that may sound stupid, but like that's our little way of checking in on each other. Sending, I think that's very personal. If you send somebody a video or tweet or something that they like have, that you know is about them. Like, I feel like that's a good way to check in if you don't have the words to, you know, actually text somebody or call somebody.
1: Well, and I think that there is the, the, the pressure to perform when you're texting or calling somebody. If it's someone else communicating that message through a video, it might be not easier, but it make, makes sense in some capacities, and that's a good thing. Yeah. So one, one of the things I think about you when I think about friendship is I think about loyalty, I, I think about compassion, and I think about uh, kindness, Despite what you say about yourself, you're 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 a fiercely loyal person. I'm like yeah, I would want you in a bar fight. Um, <laughs> like if I was picking friends in a bar fight, you would be one of those people that I would bring with me. But I also think that your compassion, um, despite your own trappings, that you think about yourself as a, your undoing, because you are really kind and compassionate to people. Um, I, I wonder though, when we think of compassion, we think of it as a one way street right? Like compassion. I'm going to show compassion towards this friend. I'm going to show love and kindness towards this friend. H- have there ever been scenarios where you, it's kind of been turned on its head and you're like, wait a second. I was the one supposed to be showing compassion to you, but instead I'm receiving compassion or, you know, have, how has friendship turned the tables for you?
0: That is, that is a question. Um, I don't know. I, when you say compassionate, I don't necessarily think I see that in myself.
1: Well, sometimes friends see things in each other that we don't see in ourselves. So, I will.
0: Uh, so, I will say. Um, I think as an adult in the work environment, because work friends become, I mean, the people you work with or your family. I mean, hello, we've all watched The Office. Um, I think uh, right now I'm seeing it at work. We have um, there's an employee, and at first I was like trying to be really nice to her and make her feel, you know, really accepted, and now it's turned the other way and she's like being very nice. Like in in times where I've had a struggle or, you know, bad day, she's the one who's really lifting me up. And I think that I've seen that a lot in the work environment, especially like that kind of like new hire relationship, both ways as the new person and then as somebody who's been there a while. So that's always nice. Just today um, I was trying to get everybody to take a Mythbusters quiz and nobody would take it. So (laughs) Alex, shout out uh, at work took it and was the only person who responded so
1: well you know you you can't catch them all i don't guess um so
0: uh rob let me know which mythbuster you think you are later i'll give you you
1: yeah give me give me give me the the, the quiz yeah i'll send you the link it might melt your
0: computer it looks pretty suspicious
1: (laughs) (laughs) well well let me ask you this um this is a question that we ask everyone and this is our uh this has been a question that i think has been really telling about who people are Tell me about a time that someone has been a good friend to you.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, I I'll, okay, I have so many good friends. I am not a great friend, but I have such good friends. Um, I think um, a very pivotal, important part of your life is when you have a bad breakup and your friends run in like with a gurney. They're going to pick you up. We're going to get through it. Breakups suck. But I kind of live for the girl, like your girlfriend's coming together and putting you back together. Okay, Taylor um, Swift. Yeah. Um. So I was this was probably four or five years ago. This guy I really liked. We weren't even dating, but he he just like goes to me and I took it really hard. And I was at the time living with my sister and my friend. I, what was even the question? I forgot what the question was when a friend has done something great for me
1: when someone was a good friend for you oh
0: okay so <laughs> sorry sorry you got off track uh my friend Logan just sorry I think I just rubbed my back on my shirt um my friend Logan just showed up she didn't tell me she was coming to our apartment I walk upstairs I'm like upset I'm sad and I come upstairs and she's laying on my sister's bed and that is just like for me that's all I want I just I just want you to come and lay on my sister's bed and we can just get through it. And that is one of the sweetest moments of my life. She also, um, when I was, took my first CPA exam, she just showed up that weekend and was there and it was just the sweetest thing. Um, I just opened the door and she was sitting there. And for me, that's one of the best moments of my life. And then my poor sister, Annabelle has been through everything with me. She's, you know, cleaned up vomit out of cars and held my hair back vomiting and dealt with drunk me so many times that i can't even count so annabelle was mbvp for all the things she does she's done i can't even name them all
1: she truly does um the smith sisters are something to write home about that's for sure yeah um well molly smith thank you so much uh, for coming on my podcast
0: thank you so much for having me rob
1: This podcast is a partnership between Beloved Journal, the Pacific School of Religion, and host, the Reverend Rob Lee. Rob is completing his Doctor of Ministry program at the Pacific School of Religion, and this podcast is in partial fulfillment of the class he is undertaking. The intro music is courtesy of members of the band MIPSO, the best band in the world. Be sure to check them out. Special thanks to all those who participated in the project and all those who are taking the time to listen. Thank you.